I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. The fact that it isn't the biggest fucking story in sports is, um, well, take it a away. Disgrace. Yeah, take it away. It is, it is a disgrace. So tonight we are going to talk about Larry Nasser and the USA Gymnastics and Michigan State University. So if you don't know who Larry Nasser is by now, he was a physician that worked for Michigan State and USA Gymnastics. Um, he sexually abused more than 150 children. Like, this, these were children, like, from the age of 6 to 16. Children. Over 125 women have filed police reports. So he is, right now... He's been charged with 60 years in prison for um, um, various counts. Child pornography. Okay, child pornography. Yeah, child pornography. Um, And now all of these women, the 125 that have filed police reports, are are getting to – he's getting charged with the additional sexual assault. Um, So the case is currently going on right now in Michigan. Um, And the fact that this is not the biggest story in sports is astounding to me. Like, this is much bigger than Penn State and Jerry Sandusky. This is huge. And I'm going to get into a lot of the facts here, but the only thing that I am left with is that people just don't care because it's women. when When it's little boys, it's an outrage because... You don't expect men to get the treatment that women get. Um, I mean, and these are little like football is a much bigger deal in this country than gymnastics, and Joe Paterno and Penn State are a bigger deal than USA Olympic teams. That's also a thing I'm willing to. That was a big deal because like NCAA football, Joe Paterno, a guy who's been doing this for you know 50 years. It was, like, that's a big thing. Football's a big deal in this country. So, right, but kids who are getting into football aren't sent away for years of their life to go live at a combine to learn their sport. That is what happens in gymnastics. Like, these kids, they're all in Michigan. They're all at the Caroli compound doing gymnastics. Like, they leave their parents as children. That's not what happens in football. So this is a whole different subculture that a lot of people don't have a grasp on. It's really fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. And these are all children. Like, it's not grown adults who actually have a choice and a say in what they do. It's their parents saying, oh, well, you're good at this and we want to cash in on that. So you're going to go away for a while. So... I've got a a handful of quotes here. Um, Essentially, that he didn't gain 
the access to these children alone. So he was surrounded by a collection of adults who enabled his predatory behavior. And that includes coaches of club, collegiate, and elite level gymnastics, USA Olympics gymnastics organization, medical professionals, administrators, and coaches at Michigan State University, and gymnast parents who he groomed just as effectively as those he violated. So... Out of the 150 women that he has admitted to, hold on, I have, I have to find his words. Um, and I, I have them here. Uh, I have them here somewhere and I don't know where they are, but he has, he has admitted to this, which is why he's faced, it was a plea deal and that's why he's facing 60 years already. Um, so out of the names that you'll recognize, Ali Raisman, Gabby Douglas, Michaela Maroney, Simone Biles. That was the, uh, I think, most surprising part of the story to me is when all the Larry Nasser stuff started to break, which at this point was a while ago. This has been going on for a long time, this investigation and the reporting about it. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the accusations were from a while ago and then mm-hmm. you look at oh he's been here this whole time and it also includes like names i know and i barely yep. watch the olympics i know who fucking simone biles and gabby douglas are so like yep. this has been going on for a long time continually and repeatedly so that's only four yeah names. yeah yeah that's there there's, are there's 146 yeah, yeah. more mm-hmm. Which is astounding. Like that is, those are astounding numbers. It's been happening for at least twenty years. Yeah, and again, and these women, the, these children, they all told somebody, and nobody fucking believed them for twenty years. And that's years. the other thing is, there's a hundred and fifty reports, and if there's one thing we know about sexual assault, a great number of them go unreported. So this could literally be thousands. Yes. It, it could be and 500, it could be 1,000, we will never know. It could be every woman he ever came into contact with, every little girl mm-hmm. he ever came into contact with. Every little girl. Yeah. And and out of the 150, not all of them are going to testify because some of them are dead. Some of them have killed themselves, some of them have overdosed, some of them are dead. Others are unable to face the trauma, which is totally reasonable, but yeah. a lot of them are speaking. Um, So... One of the one of the women who spoke today, her name is Kyle Stevens. Um, she was six years old when the abuse started. She was twelve when she realized it wasn't okay. So this has already been happening to her for six years. She was eighteen before her father believed her. So that's twelve years that she had been telling her parents what was happening to her. Well, six years that she had been telling her parents what was happening to her, and her father was calling her a liar was making him was making her apologize to Nasser because she was a liar. Her father later killed himself because of this. Um, like this is this is it's, it's ruining families and it's so pervasive. And if you listen to her speak, this woman is incredible. Um, but one of the things that she said was when she got her period as a teenager, she didn't have to worry about using a tampon for the first time in breaking her hymen because she already knew that it wasn't intact. This is fucking disgusting. 
So, um, one of the other, um, one of the other gymnasts, her name is, I don't have it here. Her last name is Nichols. Both of her parents are doctors, medical professionals. They are required by law to immediately report suspected child abuse to authorities. But out of the concern that they would hurt their daughter's future in gymnastics, and because they had been told by USA Gymnastics that Nasser had already been reported and that any action on their part would jeopardize the investigation, they remained silent. Which is a story repeated from all of these victims. So USA, USA Gymnastics was telling everyone to shut the fuck up. And that's that another they, they element were, of this. They're, they're disgusting. They should be disbanded immediately. Yes. They shouldn't be allowed to compete on any level. Um, and they should all be in jail. Like, you're protecting this guy, and regardless if he was a, a fucking garbage man or if he was, I don't know, uh, Herb Brooks. wouldn't matter. But you're protecting him like he's this integral part of, like, something. He's a fucking trainer. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what... From what were you, I just, was it trying to save themselves? Like, they finally realize, oh, we've had so many reports of this, it must be true. So if it comes out, we're all going to be liable for everything that happened before that we just swept under the rug? Like, what was the... Probably. There was probably a large part of it they were trying to save their assets. Like, what was the reason for protecting this guy like he was the fucking mafia don? Like... I don't know. I don't know, other than they, they were they were trying to to save their asses. So Michigan State, he was a faculty member there. He he ran the clinic. He was in charge of club gymnastics, but it was not just the gymnasts that he treated. Mm-hmm. And I'm using air quotes for treated, treated yeah. because because if you're telling me that back pain is treated with a doctor's bare fingers in your anus. Uh, I'm not really sure that that's medicine. I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say not, especially when you're six years old. Well, this is this is Michigan State, so they are adults. Um, so Luana K. Simon, who is the president of Michigan State, said to a university board of trustees at a meeting, "I have been told it is virtually impossible to stop a determined sexual predator." So they did fucking nothing. It's virtually impossible, so I may as well not even try. I'm just not going to fucking do anything. Like fire him? They did nothing. What if they just fired him? Like, uh, Well, like, you see. <laughs> that seems like a real good way to cut cut off his source. Like, you're, okay, we can't stop him, so we're going to supply him with victims. Yeah. We're going Im- to... Ooh, it's virtually impossible, so I don't know. There's nothing we can do here. That is the most ridiculous shit. How are, like, are these people facing any charges? No, not yet. They are they so Michigan State is as a entity is facing 144 lawsuits. Oh great, um, now get paid off with, you know, public money. So basically Oh yeah, no, it's it's Michigan the the people who live in Michigan are, are paying Yeah, basically for this. the people of Michigan, money. like if if you're yep. an alumni there, you paid twice to, you know, basically allow someone to get raped. Yep. So in 2014 there was a Title Four invest, a Title Nine. I'm yeah. sorry, investigation into claims of sexual assault against Nasser. There was a four-person panel stacked with the woman that I recalled, I mentioned above, um, a another doctor. He was the dean of 
the College of Osteopathic Medicine at MSU, who was his boss and had already sent and documented emails, I'm on your side. Um, so this four-person panel looked into the, the claims of sexual assault against him cleared him of all of the charges because the student was found to have misunderstood the nuanced difference between appropriate medical treatment and sexual assault. This is a college student. This is an adult woman. I am an adult woman. If you had told me at age 18 that it was appropriate to treat any physical athletic pain I'm having by putting your fingers inside my body, I would knock your teeth out. I would knock your teeth out and then I would murder you. Like, I want this man dead. I don't give a fuck about how many years he spends in prison. I want him dead. I'm, I'm so mad I'm shaking. I don't know if you can hear it uh, in my I voice, can, but I'm, I'm so watching you mad. Shaking. I'm mad. Um, so... John Manley is the lawyer for several of the victims in the civil suits against MSU, USA Gymnastics, and the U.S. Olympic Committee. Pointed out that the Catholic Church, once they started to get a grasp on how large their own sexual abuse scandal was, offered free counseling to victims. Neither MSU or USA Gymnastics has made similar resources available to Nasser's victims. They have not been offered counseling. They have not even been offered a kind word. A lot of them haven't even been contacted. When you're being compared to the Catholic Church and you look bad, you're doing something really, really, really wrong. Yeah, it's tough to pull off. Really wrong. They told people for 20 years years and they didn't stop telling people for 20 years this was not a case of the girls not all of them being shamed and embarrassed and just not saying anything they were telling people and nobody fucking believed them so as part of so this is it this is what i was looking for earlier as part of his plea deals in two michigan counties he admitted his conduct had no legitimate medical purpose and he did not have the girls consent and he still had a job. This happened for 20 years. The parents, the parents dropped their adolescent children, their adolescent daughters off at his house in the middle of the night. And he would rub his dick all over their tiny children's feet. This is disgusting. So U.S. Gymnastics has told Allie Raisman to be quiet when she started talking. Um, this is a quote from Allie Raisman. Their biggest priority from the beginning and still today is their reputation, the medals they win, and the money they make off us. I don't think that they cared. If they cared, and the second they realized that I was abused, they would have reached out, asked if I needed therapy, asked if I was okay, asked what they could have done, and they would have done. They would have made a big change. Instead, they allowed Larry to continue to work on little girls in Michigan and molest gymnasts for a very long time. I don't know how they sleep at night. I'm so angry that after realizing that we were abused, they let him continue to molest other gymnasts when they told me that there was an investigation going on. They told me to be quiet. I thought that they were doing the right thing and I didn't want to tip off the investigation. I trusted them and I shouldn't have. Michaela Maroney, 
was given a settlement and then had to sign a non-disclosure form from USA Gymnastics, which she has broken by coming and, and saying that the, the abuse happened to her too and could be facing a fine of $100,000 for breaking the gag order, which many people have said that they would pay for her. Um, and USA Gymnastics, like, number one, fuck you. Number one through 45, fuck you. The next is they've said that they are not going to pursue the fine, which, like, could you imagine if they did? Could you imagine if they were like, oh, well, you signed this paper that said you weren't going to tell anybody about your sexual abuse that we covered up for 20 years? We want that money. Could you imagine if they I did? I almost wish they had. Oh, my God. I would have God. liked to see what would happen to them if they did. Their houses would be on fire because I would be like, I, I already, I, I'm going to drive up to Michigan and just kill everyone. Sorry. Like, this might be the last yelling about sports episode. Um, we can do so it through these, that little these phone girls. in prison. What was that? We can do it through that little phone in prison. Oh, good call. You're right. You're right. Um, so the, the four names that I mentioned earlier are, are the most recent U.S. gymnasts that yeah. you'll know from the Olympics. These girls were getting harassed for not smiling enough, for, for having a resting bitch face, for not looking happy when they won a gold medal. They're rape victims, and nobody knew because USA Gymnastics was covering up the entire investigation, told them not to talk about it until after the Olympics. All of the, these allegations were coming to light right before the Olympics and basically said, well, you know, you've got to go out there and you've got to win medals for us, so don't fucking open your mouths. This is disgusting. I don't want, and you know that I'm obsessed with the Olympics, and I love watching the gymnasts. I don't want to see USA Gymnastics compete for the rest of my life. Yeah, no, this should be, nobody should watch the fucking Olympics. Nobody should buy a box of Wheaties. Nobody should support this well, they, shit. They've already been dropped as from um, as uh, like two different Procter and Gamble, and I think Wheaties mm. all, dropped them. Like, no, we're not. We're not doing. This. Nobody should support this shit a little bit. They shouldn't be able to sell a single commercial during the fucking Olympics, especially no. during gymnastic events. There's only one way to hit these people, and it's in their wallets. And if you don't want to see something like this ever happen again, they have to know that there are financial consequences for acting like the worst possible person imaginable. Like, whatever whatever sanctions happen to Penn State should happen 150 times more for Michigan State. It's, like, this is, shut it all down. Shut it all down. 20 years, 150 women that we know of children children i cannot i cannot i'm i'm fucking speechless how is how has the ioc tried to like the olympics are a couple when do they start like in a few weeks oh they start in february they st okay like has the ioc made some sort of statement or have there so. been any sanctions? Like, I don't understand how you can ban the entire country of Russia and then allow you and then allow USA gymnastics to compete. I don't I don't think I don't think that they have, which is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. 
And I, I just Googled it real quick. IOC Larry Nasser, and I don't see anything. Okay, so this, uh, this high and mighty governing body of the IOC, which has real strong opinions, you know, about Russia because they take, uh, you know, PEDs, and they have real strong opinions about the NHL because they want to be compensated, have no strong opinion about uh, rape. So that's good to know. So the the U.S. the U.S. Olympic Committee CEO apologized. Oh well, thanks. Yeah, I'm sure the victims are really really pleased with that apology. I bet that really really brightened their day. It was uh so the the gymnast whose parents were uh, doctors Maggie Nichols is her name. Uh so so the the CEO apologized that he was unaware of the extent of the abuse. <laughs> Was not aware of the full scope of the allegations. I've... That still means that you yeah. knew something was going on! I thought there was just some good-natured diddling. I didn't realize it was actually a problem. I, I... Oh, my God. These poor... I... These poor women. I, I don't even have... I don't think I have any more words. I just can't... I cannot... And I can't believe that nobody is talking about it. People are, but it's just... It's not enough. It's not enough. It's 150 women that we know of. It doesn't seem to be getting near the scope of attention of, you know, a similar uh, situation like the uh, the Sandusky thing. And the difference, uh, while I pointed out, you know, football's just bigger than gymnastics. That's the way it is. It's not like Sandusky was... Um, raping the football players right it was through his own charity that he set up like this is the actual athletes that you're watching on television you know who the victims are if you have watched the olympics you have seen these victims on your television screen and um silence basically silence from all involved i'm gonna start crying i can't like these like the, the victims, the victims have won medals for this man. Yeah, like he'll, he's got plaques in his house that his victims basically won for him. Oh, God. I want him dead. I want him dead. I want him dead. I don't. I hope he has a real long, rough time in prison. I think death would be an easy escape for him. That's usually what I think. I think I just want to kill him is essentially what it is. Like, I just want to be the one. <laughs> that would probably feel good. I bet that would be fine. I would be your alibi. I'd be like, nah, she was with me. Thank you. We were at the bar. She was nowhere near Michigan. Thank you. I don't think she's ever been to Michigan. I've never been to Michigan. <laughs> no, definitely wasn't her. You know who it was? Oh, Paterno. He's still alive. De- oh, yeah. No, it definitely was. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that was a heavy end to yelling about sports, but you know what? It really was. My heart just breaks. We both My felt as if this story was um, undercovered. It just seems like it's not getting nearly enough attention, and we have some sort of platform, so we have to put it somewhere. Um, and it's called yelling about sports. Steph, you lived up to the name. You did some yelling. I did some yelling. I am. Uh, I'm happy you were able to get this out there. Uh, if it's important to you, and it should be important to everyone, because this is uh, a big fucking deal. If this doesn't make you want to throw up, like, we need to have another conversation. It's a terrible, because... terribly sad, uh, like, it's just one of those things that, oh my god. I don't even, like, it's just, it's one of those things that make you want to extract revenge, 
let alone like yeah. I can't imagine how a victim would feel. Yeah, I know, I know, and and there, uh, over one hundred of them. Yeah, are that we know in of. court. Well, over one hundred of them are in court this yeah. week, facing him and reading testimony. And this fucking disgusting coward will not look them in the face. Well, hopefully he has a real rough time in fucking, there. Fucking, I, I hope that he does. Something tells me it's not going to be easy for him. Good. That is all the time we have for you on Yelling About Sports this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Wasn't an easy listen. We tried to make it light in the beginning because we had this stuff to get to at the end. So I hope you liked the show. I hope... Uh, if you're unaware of the story or weren't aware of the extent of this story, that maybe uh, you'll do a little investigation of your own and look into these things. Uh, so until next week, have a great one, everybody. And of course, Go birds. fly, Eagles, fly. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include... Doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.